When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and welcome to a Christmas special, a post-conference presser, for Anfield Index. So, Merry Christmas, people. Even if you don't celebrate it, goodwill to all men. So I hope you had a great or you're having a great festive period, enjoying some time with family, loved ones, or just in a good space, whatever it may be. Ladies and gents, the games come thick and fast. I mean, over the next few days, every team in the Premier League plays, but we don't give too much of a stuff around that, do we? We care about the Reds. 5.30 today, Turf Moor away. That's the focus. So as normal, we'll do our norm. Well, say normal. Bit, bit different this year because he kind of did a press conference, but there's things that are important to call out from it. He did it straight after the Arsenal game for, for this Burnley one. So we'll look at the questions he was asked, the, the answers he gave. We'll look back to the Arsenal game specifically and a hell of a game it was for various reasons. We'll talk about the threats that Burnley may possess as normal. We'll talk about our formation lineup, how I think that will pan out and score and scorers as normal. Now, because it is Christmas, a bit of bonus content for you as well, so to speak, but a bit of a message to everyone as well. It will be easy just to think about Christmas Day and all this. Listen, Boxing Day. It's named Boxing for a reason. It's a day of fighting. This is the one for football fans. You have to fight for everything today. There's a half 12. There's the game at half five. There's even later ones as well, so to speak, where we hope United get humiliated in front of the new owner or whatever he is type of thing. This is the one where it's a sweatpant day, isn't it? As Stevie said that time, hopefully with a better outcome, we go again. There's plenty of football. Liverpool are in a great place right now. Have a word with the missus. Do what you need to do. But half five, you've got to be watching this one. Simple as that. 
So, Jurgen Klopp, we'll start with a couple of questions he was asked after the Arsenal game uh, as a sort of preview for this one. Now, with the injury to Kostas Simikas, which I think it's important for us to jump to this, people have looked at that Liverpool festive photo they released on Christmas Day and said, well, that's an indication there's no Jota, there's no McAllister for this one. Just to jump forward a bit here, I know, but it's important to say, that photo and that coverage was taken on the 22nd, i.e. the day before the Arsenal game. It's old. The clue is, if you look at it, Simicass is whoopering and hollering. And by the way, he's throwing his shoulder up in the air. I think you might struggle with that slightly at the moment if you, you don't believe me. If you don't think about that in reality. Look at the photos as well. He's got his arms fully wrapped around people. Think about what happened in the Arsenal game, guys. Not going to be able to do that right now, is he, so to speak? It's an old photo, so we don't know for definite based on Liverpool's Christmas Day footage, which was filmed earlier, keep that in mind, certain things. But the first question that was asked was about how are you going to do you know, things at left-back? Is it going to be Joe Gomez? Could you gamble on the youth to player like Luke Chambers was mentioned as well? So Jürgen, yeah, seems like I don't want to answer this, but you know, it's the nature of the job. We will see. Joey can play all the games coming up until I don't know when. Robbo will be back soon enough, so we'll have to see. I didn't have time to think it through, but someone will play the position, I'm really sure. A bit flipping there, but understandably. For us, it's really tough, really tough. And you can accept injuries sometimes, but a broken collarbone is really, really bad as it takes so long. Similar to what Robbo had had, but it's a different injury, and that took long as well. We know we need luck in these moments to get through. Now we have Joey. Let's put him in cotton wool. Corobas worked backwards through what Jürgen said here, you know, when he said Joe Gomez in cotton wool. I mean, he's played really well in both fullback roles recently. I thought he had a great game against Saka, but he's nailed on for this game, isn't he? I was just jumping ahead, but he's going to be left back. There's no two ways about it at Turf Moor. We do need him in cotton wool. We are getting stretched. So it's not going to be Luke Chambers, is it? Let's be honest. It's going to be Joe Gomez. Probably Luke Chambers is more likely to get cuts and things like that further down the line. The broken collarbone is suspected, as say quite a few reports like Paul Joyce, Jane Pierce, etc. had that. Now, initial indications are, and obviously we've been asking around the Anfield Index, it's important to say you are talking months. Months, especially with like depending on it, the surgery, the rehab and all this. But you are going months. So we are not seeing Costas anytime soon. Working back a bit as well from that, Andy Robertson, James Pace and quite a few others had predicted that it's early-ish January. There's nothing that indicates Andy Robertson's going to be ready for that New Year's Day clash at Newcastle. So Liverpool are going to need Joe Gomez for quite a while and stay fit. And the resources are stretched. Resources are stretched. I mean... You then start thinking, don't you, left back? I mean, it's Gomez is now the sudden because you're down to your sort of your, your fourth choice after that. So Luke Chambers, Jarrell Quanza could play it maybe at a push. But, you know, we compare him to Levi Cobble. Hopefully, it doesn't get tested at all. But the numbers are thin. And the only other question he was asked was on this one. You know, will will Jota be back? So a bit of, bit of an update here. So I don't want to rule anyone out yet. He didn't train with the team fully yet. And we've only had, and we only have, sorry, one proper session before this one. It would be a surprise, but maybe we get a Christmas surprise. I saw him in a session though, and it was really intense and he looked good. So the medical department will tell me tomorrow 
and then I will know more. So it's interesting. He was telling us that on the 23rd. It's now the 26th. There's an outside chance here Diogo Jota makes the bench. I say, you've got to remember all those photos where he wasn't in them, they were done, for, even though we were Christmas Day footage, Liverpool release, that was done before the Arsenal game on the 22nd. We know he's been running. We're hopeful. It, it may just come a little bit too soon, might it? But there's real hope that if we don't get Diogo Jota back for this one, that he will be in the squad for New Year's Day because it's a long time till then. So we'll have to see on that. That was the only real question he answered or asked and was answered. I think the interesting thing to say is quite a few have run with the Joe Gomez in Cotton Wool article I've seen, I say, with, with Pierce and Joyce. But yeah, this squad is stretched. Funny enough, there's a window not too far away. I wonder if that might make a difference, but we can speculate on that till the cows come home. So we go normally to those we do to the Arsenal Clues. I mean, a heck of a game, 1-1. We go behind early. We didn't seem to sort of switch on, did we, for the first sort of few, mi- few minutes to us 10-15 when we looked a bit shell-shocked. I mean, their goal when Gabriel's just done, almost on March in the middle, heads it over. We, we look shell-shocked there. We did get going. Mo Salah equalisers through a, a great goal. It's an unbelievable pass from Trent Alexander-Arnold, isn't it? And Almost old school Salah, cutting inside, smashing it beyond Raya. And you'd hoped that the same players would just switch the combination round as the flying red arrows came. And it was almost a five on one, which Arsenal fans have just gone weird on Twitter about this, haven't they? It's unbelievable what they're saying. But Salah rolls it across. And Trent Alexander-Arnold, the man in form, the one who's got goals and assists since he's come back rattles the crossbar with Raya stranded. That felt like the moment, didn't it? And if you're being honest, I, I don't know. It just felt like, oh, is it going to be one of those dead? And it proved to be. There was nothing really too much more happened from a sort of a key attacking point from that. I mean, the honest thoughts are from that, there's some players you could call out in both guises, really. And it kind of comes in both areas of the field. I mean, the back five, and especially like Canate said it before, sensational in this was. And absolutely brilliant Ibu Canate. Pocketed everything. And almost in that, people talked about Saliba. You saw the best French centre-back in the Premier League there for me. The only thing you've ever got against Canate is not his ability, it's his availability, isn't it? That's the issue. But he was immense in this one. Virgil was brilliant. Also, Summer, again, and including like a, Endo in a defensive structure was superb, wasn't he? Made challenges galore. He had a really sort of great week in big games, Endo. So the defensive area of the team, I thought, deserves real shout-outs. Curtis Jones came back in. Brilliant again. So let me counter that a bit. For the first sort of 15, he was getting to grips, but... Every minute that went by of his performance, he, you know, he started to, to take a hold. He is the best counter-presser in the team. He's so important in the way we set up in our shape. You have to almost, again, like Canate, I think Jones and Canate are special for me in the sense of they're so important to what we do, especially because if you look at others and how it's not quite working or injuries, dramatic, that type of thing. They are a special case for me and Jürgen needs to think about how do I manage their minutes rightly to keep them on the field. It's almost at the moment for me, you look at others as alternates 
for them. But um, for the big games or those big moments, you've got to get them on the field. And Arsenal just reaffirmed that realistically. It really did. So Bosley looked very tired, didn't he? It wasn't another good game for Darmus. to be going up and down a bit with, with him at, at the moment that way. The forward line as well, because we're always talking in terms, as we, as we usually do, who plays their way in and out. I mean, Mo Salah, brilliant again. What a goal. The forwards are worrying you, though. The forwards, those two starting ones. I think you know, it's easy to say hindsight 2020 and all that. He's, you know, I said before, I didn't really want to see Luis Diaz start this. And I didn't really want to see Cody Gappo. I thought he would be. I thought both were pretty poor. I mean, Diaz, you hope his injuries not not too bad. Jurgen Klopp's kind of played it down. We're a bit uncertain for this. Neenock, as it were, but. I just don't didn't think Luis Diaz offered anything again. He's wo- woefully out of form, and we keep talking in terms of the injury. But that's you know he's been back a while, and and he's had good games since the injury. He scored two goals at the start of the season, two in two. You know he started off hot. He's also recently went away to Colombia, didn't he? For them, scored a double against. It, it, it just doesn't seem to quite be happening in a red shirt for whatever reason. Cody Gakpo and Jamie Carragher, who I don't always agree with, jumped on this, but I think there's an element or a semblance of truth in this. For a player his size, for a player who's had that time, he's not really showing up in these big games. Again, there was a real lack of physicality from Cody Gakpo. He looked weak in moments for me, you know, challenge off the ball. For a six foot three bloke, you look at his size, he looks like an NBA athlete, doesn't he? He gets knocked off it too easily, he doesn't win enough headers there's technical ability and it's just to bash the player but there is real worries about our forwards when we talk about playing the way in and out it's hard to argue for Diaz and Gakpo keeping that shirt right now off the bench a real mixture I mean Gravenberg moves into the slight concern category now as well didn't he? he was pretty abject when he came on he just gave it away fouled and almost say the total cohesion of the Liverpool team disappeared when Curtis Jones leaves the pitch. I think that there really are on it's worrying the different trajectories right now. Now, Gravenberg is young, he's 21, he's new to the league. All those things are realistic, but the physicality of Premier League seems to be a bit of a struggle for Ryan Gravenberg right now. We need to see him get to grips with that quite quickly. Now, whether that's a Jürgen arm around the shoulder in the office, a bit of a G up or ass kicking, whatever it is, you just feel like Chats need to happen, shall we say, even if Big Burge is his Dutch teammate, something like that. So, yeah, there was a a mixed bag. There was some brilliant, there was some okay, there was some not very good against Arsenal. But we'll talk about my lineup for that later. I mean, Burnley, their threats, I mean, you could look at it and easily go 19. They've only got 11 points. They ship a lot of goals to try and play open football. That would be sort of the lazy, simple analysis of it. Not Factually incorrect, but easy and too easy to do. But you look at their last game, they actually won at Fulham away. That's a good result there. I think like West Ham have been turned over at, at Craven Cottage. So to go away and win 2-0, that's big. You could have got the, the French winger. I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. I'll probably get it wrong. Who's got four. You've got quite a few players on three. So, you know, they, they share the goals around. Threats-wise, that, that's the biggest thing. And it's, Boxing Day, so it would be easy to say, oh, we always win on Boxing Day, which is true under Jurgen Klopp. It's not a Sean Dyche Burnley, it's a Vincent Company Burnley. 
the small element. They've been questioned about their physicality, haven't they, in that regard. It's not quite happened for Burnley, has it? They've not got that same feel they had. And they almost didn't get key players back. Like They wanted Matson, didn't they, from Chelsea back on loan and to make it permanent. He was brilliant, amazing for them last season. They've not got him back. So Liverpool should be hopeful. But just you just wonder for certain players. There is still a threat there with Burnley. There is still a danger. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Now, formation and lineup with this. Some things will pick themselves, to be honest. I mean, Alisson's going to be in nets. Trent right back. Gomez left back. VVD's going to start. I'm hoping, I'm hoping Canate's fit because people say, oh, three games in a row for him. But there's a big gap from this one to Newcastle, isn't there? You know, to the New Year's Day. So I would understand if Jarrell Kwanzaa starts this one, but I think it will be Canate, especially as set piece gives that physicality. Endo, I know it's a lot of games to say in a row recently for him, but he's not played many. You know, he's in all the campaigners used to playing regularly for, for Stuttgart and he's in good form. So there's no reason to drop him. There's especially no reason to drop Curtis Jones. He must start in this one for me. And, and I swithered in this because I said in a previous pod, and I, I get this, it would not surprise me if Gravenberg starts. And he shouldn't be starting ahead of Curtis Jones, but Jurgen Klopp might be looking at rotation at this busy time of year in that regard. But yeah, we need to get the points on the board first. So I said something different, but I would have Jones on the left. So Bosley did look tired and it, it wouldn't surprise me even if Gravenberg was in on the right. That would be okay for the, me for this one and give Dom a bit of a, a rest because he's been up and down recently, again, with the physicality. So rotation may come into force, but that would be my midfield. Endo, Jones left, Gravenberg right. Swither either way, you can make a case, but rotation may come into play. And where I think especially rotation is fair to come into play is in the forward line. Now, got this through, bit of Boxing Day merch from the old AI. Look at that. This man has to start. And he should start on the left-hand side. You look at his record, Ben Boxack sort of signalled out on the left. He's got a really good record on the left-hand side. You saw when he came on against Arsenal. Nunes was lively. He skinned Ben White alive. He made things happen. In fact, if you're honest, he really did more in that short cameo than we saw all afternoon from Cody Gakpo and Luis Diaz. So Nunes has to start on the left. No two ways about it. For me as well, in the forwards, I would play Harvey Elliott on the right-hand side and Mo Salah in the middle, almost like he ended against Arsenal. I hope that was a sign of what's to come. And the reason for that, it might just be, I think I say, it needs a bit of a word with Luis Diaz, Cody Gappa, whether that's an arm around the shoulder, he'll know the players, the situation's better, or a kick up the arse. Something needs to happen because they have been quite poor recently. Now, it's fair to say Luis Diaz has had trouble, you know, circumstances. It's been a nightmare what's happened with his, his father. Gappo, as Jamie Carragher called before, it's just not really happening. We're not seeing that leap as we wanted to, that, that physicality. And it's not about his attitude in the sense of he's lazy, but You've got to get to get grips with the Premier League a bit here, Cody. So that would be it for me. Nunes left, Salah in the middle, Elliot on the right-hand side for this one. That is exactly how I would line up. 
And then that leaves score and scorer. I think there'll be goals in this one. I do. I can't deviate from this scoreline. And I'm not expecting or not hoping for a, a Raggy Clavan style last minute header at Turf Moor on Boxing Day in a special. But I think it will be 3 1. I do think there will be goals in this one. And maybe this is Madness or the t shirt talking, but Darwin Nunes to score for me today. Okay, if there's a good game for the forwards, and I know people say, hold on, well, you just said don't play Gakpo and Diaz. I still think that's the right thing to do, but it's a good team to face for the forward line is Burnley because they tend to sort of come out a bit, don't they? And, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they do that. They did keep a clean sheet against Fulham and how company and Bellamy and Old Red set them up, so to speak. But that's what I'm going with. 3-1. Darwin Nunes to be on the score sheet. We'll see if that's right. We'll see if that's wrong. Let's listen, in simple terms, it's Christmas time. Win the game. And I keep saying this because it's not happening at the moment. Win the game. No injuries, no knocks would be brilliant. It would be brilliant also to maybe see Diogo Jota on the bench. Maybe it's too early. Sounds like it's going to be too early for Alexis McAllister. But win and no injuries, that is the priority. Enjoy your Christmas Reds. Hopefully enjoy this when you listen to it. Because that was a post-conference press special at Christmas time. At Anfield Index. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24 7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.